and Gabby. Hi. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Good. <laughs> you? Good. Awkward. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, because I already feel like I talked to you about what you did I today. Um, how have you been? Good, good. Here, how are you? Good. Honestly, really no complaints. My week was really nice. I, it went by so slow, though. It did. It did go by really slow. I was, like, dragging Friday. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, hurry up. Hurry up. Work-wise or, like, the whole day? The whole day. Oh, really? Not, like, so much the weekend because my weekend flew by, but it was, like, the week. Mm-hmm. Like, from waking up to go to bed. Like, I feel like the whole week was just, like, dragging. And, like, Friday was extra dragging. Mm-hmm. But. I feel like as soon as you clock out of work on a Friday, like, from there, just fucking time Flies. speeds up. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, at least your weekend. So, do you feel like it was, like, that this weekend it was slow? Or that just? Um... Kind of. Mm. I mean, it went by fast, but at the same time, it went by slow. Got a lot of things done this weekend. Nice. I feel like my weekends are always freaking fast. Yeah. Especially because I haven't been waking up early. That. Well, it's because you go to bed late. I like to get the most out of my nights. If I wake up late, I'm like, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to get my 12 hours out of my day. I know. I went, I went to bed late last night and the night before. But I'm good. Yeah, your late is really late, though. Like, my late is, like, maybe midnight, 11.30 midnight. Yeah, no, my late. Well, because lately I've been into certain things. Like, I've been just wanting to start new things. So I've been on freaking YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest. And then, like, the other night I was on, I think it was on Pinterest. And I was looking at cookies. And then I was already thinking about, I want a dog. I mean, I've always wanted a dog, but... <laughs> I started looking into the dog that I want and how much it costs. I almost bought a fucking dog. Oh, my God. And I'm like, bitch, you need to go to bed. So. What kind of dog do you want? I want a King Corso. I don't know what those are. Can you show me a picture? I can. Right now? Well, yeah. Okay. So I want a King Corso. And, but there, obviously, I can't get a dog until I get a house because I don't want to be selfish. Yeah. They need a yard. And then I'm like, you know what? Dogs obviously need attention and i'm like right now i am not in the place so yeah i was just yeah i almost bought a fucking dog the other night and then i was like oh i'm like raymond wants to play basketball mm-hmm. i feel really bad but he can't play until he's five i mean he oh, can play yeah. if i take him to the park but obviously can't play at the hoops so he's been wanting to play basketball so then i was like oh let me just register him now for the spring so i've been up late doing oh, that I kind of shit no i don't think zadie would be into basketball i know leilani would She's not even of age as of yet. Yeah, like everywhere. I think all the programs that I've looked at, they're all five and up. Like soccer, they can start at yeah, three. three. But even dance, I think, if you even just want to get her no, into yeah, something to move. Yeah, we want to get her into dance, but I already pay so much towards her freaking preschool. I know it, it shouldn't matter, but bro, I pay way too much for her preschool. So we said once she actually starts school, I don't have to pay for it anymore. Mm-hmm then maybe oh that's scary that's scary they do look scary but they're really i want a dog that is like for security and also a friend well me i want like a little dog like have you seen the is it the caesar the little white dog the one that's on the food yes oh my god (laughs) i don't i i like 
dogs, but like small dogs like that, I feel like they're just basically just like a stuffed animal. Yeah, exactly. That's how my sister is too. She likes small dogs. I love like small puppies. If I were to have a big dog, I don't know what breed we would have. Well, I feel like if you're gonna get like a dog, you want it not only for like a friend, like to have a companion, but you also want it for like protection protection and but i didn't mean to cut you off back to the whole um to zadie um yeah i feel like just let her do her school now yeah <laughs> let her get her, her few months in and then because it's a lot of balance out especially a sport because you got to mm. think about practice and then their game so it's like a whole nother responsibility on yeah. top of school but you'll you'll i'm sure figure out what sport and which one to sign her up for well, she wants to do dance, so I've been looking at some dance classes, but I'm just like, I can't afford her. I mean, I can, but it's just, I really don't want to dip into my savings. Mm-hmm. Just like, no, I just rather have her in school. I mean, she gets to play in the playground. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> She's doing something, mm-hmm. but no, she really wants to do dance. I just, I don't want to do it right now. It's going to be too much. I'd rather wait till she's in school. I was just going to say that. Just wait till she's in kindergarten mm-hmm. and then. I'll have to pay for it. Yeah. After she goes to school. Yeah. But I wait for my month i paid four hundred dollars just for fucking preschool bro yeah preschool i'm like that is too much that's a freaking car payment pay me four hundred dollars <laughs> and i can go over to just tell me what they teach her and i can do it okay i'll teach her about colors and shapes and yeah songs but her teacher loves her i dropped her off on friday and her teacher was like oh hi miss sadie she's like good morning how are you and Zadie's halfway asleep. She's like, good. I'm like, mama, stop. Mm-hmm. And then there's a little boy behind her. Oh, hi, so-and-so. Good morning. And my, my daughter gets like this. Oh, hi, yeah. Zadie. I'm like, oh. okay, that wasn't awkward. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sweetie, you look so beautiful this morning. Get your, hey, you, get your ass. <laughs> get, why are you here? Right. You didn't even go in this class. Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Aw, <laughs> she is cute, though. I, I think. Yeah. I love Zadie. Like when she does her little, oh my gosh, her hair all the time. And if it's not like a hair flip, it's this. She put her hair in the front and mm-hmm. she all. Okay. That's how she combs her hair. Yeah, it's it's so cute because she'll like split her mm-hmm. hair and like brush it on the side and like she'll look in the mirror and she'll go. Okay, mom, I'm ready. Aww. I'm like, okay, I'm get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> she's so cute she's crazy Aww. well yeah just let her enjoy school now and then put her into yeah. into dance or a sport but yeah basketball's five and up and i feel terrible because raven's always like i want to play basketball and i feel like he thinks like i'm just not letting him yeah. and it's like it's not that it's you can't sign up he's like i just want to be five already oh. and i'm like don't say that <laughs> he always wants to be five Isn't not only because so of sadder babies are gonna be five yes I'm telling you, I know we talked about it in the last episode. I'm like, I am not ready for him to go to school. And I don't even want to get into that because I'm going to start thinking. Okay, we st- I still have another, what, nine year? months? No, not even a year anymore. It's, no. it's going to be December. So, anywho. <laughs> okay, so getting on to <laughs> today's topic. topic, which is a topic I really wanted to talk about. Yes. Um, postpartum, postpartum depression. depression. It's real. I feel like us women, we're so ashamed to speak out loud about it. But I feel like the more that we do, the more people will feel comfortable 
saying that they do have postpartum because it's 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 hard and it's rough yes and exactly what you said about normalize it that's what i was trying to say yes normalize it and just like you said i feel like people are or feel ashamed Mm -hmm. to talk about it and some people don't think it's a real thing and it's like if anything obviously depression is a real thing but you would obviously think after you're pregnant why wouldn't it be more seen as something real and the reason i say that's because when you're pregnant your body is literally going through so much change yes emotionally you're going through so much physically you're going through so much mentally. mentally so i think it's like that's when you should be more cautious of someone getting into a depressed mm-hmm. state and honestly i feel like us we always put a, the newborn before ourselves mm-hmm. but i feel like if you do have postpartum or if you even think that you do like you need to spend time by yourself and go run errands go to the grocery store go get coffee mm-hmm. like just take a little bit of your time just to get away even if it is for 10 15 minutes you need that away time absolutely and i and also when you become a mother after you have a baby like people i feel like people think it's it's not normal to like not want to spend time with your newborn Mm. where how am i trying to say it like when you're when you just have a baby i think it's just normal like okay she's gonna be with her baby all the time and you're the mom and you need to be with this baby like we forget to think about the mom themselves and like yeah the baby has all these needs but so does the, the mom and mm-hmm. i feel like when it comes if you know anyone or well yeah if you know the person and they just have a baby like check in on them and mm-hmm. see how they're doing not only hey how's the baby doing like no how are you doing because mm-hmm. a lot of people like you said it, it 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 shouldn't be seen as like a shameful thing yeah i but i do see why people are ashamed and especially when you have a baby it's like the last thing you want to say is like i'm depressed and a lot of times when you're depressed it not that you're selfish but it makes you feel that way way. you don't want to i mean and postpartum depression hits everyone differently differently it could be right after you have the baby it could be months after you have the baby Mm -hmm. it comes when i had postpartum depression with my first and it was horrible dude horrible I hated every second of it. Like, I want to cry now. Mm-hmm. It was just to a point where I would make excuses to get away and go take a shower and just cry in the shower. And it wasn't because I was sad to have a baby, but it was it was different. I was always just so used to being injured and having, you know, like a newborn. And it, it, was, it wasn't not planned, but it just happened so quick. Mm-hmm. And I think that I was still young and I still wanted to do more that it got me really bad like Mm -hmm. really bad and Jared would be like what the fuck like why are you crying he's like I didn't even do anything I'm like I just sit there and I'm like I was ashamed to even tell him like I have postpartum Mm -hmm. and I was just it was the hardest thing I've ever had to experience it really was I'm going to be very honest with you and I hope it's okay for me to say it on here but I never and again because I feel like it's not really talked about I never experienced postpartum with Alex. I didn't Mm -hmm. experience that. And I hadn't heard about postpartum until I had talked to you. Mm -hmm. 
And I remember I had went to your house and you mentioned it to me. And at the time, I did, like, I wasn't judging you or anything, but it was like the first time that I had heard firsthand, like, this is a real thing. Like, you hear about it. You go to your doctor's appointments mm. and hey. And I didn't feel it. Like I said, I, I didn't experience that with Alex. And then when I met you and I'm like, oh, my God, this is someone that's really close to me mm. and is experiencing it. And it is a thing, it's you know. Sad. And I remember you got into like detail of certain things and I'm like, this is real and I even wondered I'm like again because I didn't go through that I try to put myself in my position and I'm just like wow like it's true and it's not that I feel like a lot of people think like that's what I was saying like people think it's a selfish thing and it's like no it's such it's it's a chemical imbalance and like you said it was like yeah you were trying to get away from the baby yeah you Mm -hmm. were trying to but I just feel like you're going through, again, back to the chemical imbalance. Your hormones are everywhere. You have this life-changing yeah. thing. You have this baby, and you know you're responsible for taking care of it, and then your body's, like, just going through all of this. So I'm glad that you brought it up because I didn't know firsthand what it felt like, and then you told me, and I'm just, like, I felt so terrible. And it, it's honestly the worst feeling I've ever had in my whole mm-hmm. life, like, I mean, I don't want to go into detail, but it was just to a point where I'm like, like, am I good enough? Like, mm-hmm. am I good enough to have my daughter? Because I'm thinking things like this. Like, it's not normal, but people need to normalize it because people get into really bad postpartum where they keep it for years mm-hmm. and it's not healthy. I'm already already getting too red. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. it's, it's just something I don't want to experience again. So with my second, I made sure, like, I had time for myself. I made sure I ran errands. I made sure I got out because with the first baby, I didn't want to leave her. Like, and when I did leave her, I was just always texting her like, how is she? Is she okay? But then I knew like I needed that space away, Mm -hmm. but my body just would not let me. Like my mind and my heart, everything would not let me be apart from her. And that's where I knew I made the mistake because I never wanted to take a breath for myself. Shower was just the only little bit that I got to myself but it was honestly hard and I feel like as women we need to normalize it because it's not healthy and it can really fuck your mind up I and I feel like you need to give yourself more credit for that because you realized you know that something was wrong you knew you had you know you knew what you were feeling and you were stepping away even if it was taking a shower like you Mm -hmm. said just leaving the house even if it was just sit in the car like some people don't even know that they have postpartum and that's where you hear all these you know stories of you know bad things happening so I'm so glad that you were able to to realize okay I do have this and yeah I mean I and I think that just goes to the normal like yeah mom thing where you are you leave but you're still checking on your kids like that's just a a thing we we do but I am I am going to be honest and like really candid in this episode because like you said, I feel like we need to normalize it and it shouldn't be something you feel ashamed for Mm -hmm. or shameful, but I think it has a lot to do too with how your pregnancy goes and you could have like this wonderful pregnancy Mm -hmm. and for example, you and Jared, like you had this, like he was so supportive and that's Mm -hmm. what you want of a partner, but to you, like it was still like different yeah like okay why is he being so helpful and why is he paying so much attention yeah. to her like it can be any anything and um with 
I didn't experience postpartum with Alex, but I know I definitely experienced it with Raymond. Um, and I honestly think with Alex, I may have experienced it to like a certain extent, but I couldn't sit down with my feelings with it because remember Alex was mm-hmm. premature and immediately as soon as I had him, it was like he was in the NICU and yeah. I didn't have time to like, like it was like I was constantly at the hospital. Yeah. I don't think I took the time to actually sit down with my own feelings and be like, how am I feeling? Like, well, it's because you didn't have him there. You had him in the incubator. Yeah. So I may have experienced it lightly lightly with Alex Mm -hmm. but I like I said I think what kept me going was just like going to the hospital and being there but with Raymond I definitely feel like I felt it and it went untreated for years Mm -hmm. and with Raymond same thing like I felt like obviously once I had Raymond a lot of bad like I didn't have a wonderful pregnancy Mm -hmm. my pregnancy with Raymond was awful and I hate to say that but my pregnancy was not only physically like my body was completely like well how I went with Alex I was only pregnant for five months yeah I felt like honestly I felt like I was pregnant for like a month everything (laughs) happened so quickly with Alex I had no body changes even when I was at the hospital they Mm -hmm. were like where's your belly because it was so small I never even popped so my my pregnancy with Alex and Raymond was different. Alex, I had no physical changes. Yeah. It just like I said, I feel like I took the pregnancy test and the next day I had them. Like, <laughs> and that was a wonderful pregnancy. Like at the time, I can't say anything went bad. But with Raymond, I was swollen from like the day I feel like I got pregnant. Mm. My ankles were swollen the whole fucking time during my pregnancy. <laughs> I remember I, my shoes. I couldn't even tie them. Aww. I My face was swollen. And then I had to get those, I think they're called progesterone shots. Every month, right? Every week. Oh, I thought it was every month. I had to get them every week. So I dre- it was just like, oh, my God. And then I remember I couldn't even go up the stairs. I was, It was an awful pregnancy physically and then mentally and emotionally because my relationship was pretty much gone the time I got pregnant and I'm gonna be very candid my husband had an affair throughout my pregnancy and I didn't know at the time but something was up and then the day that I came home with Raymond the second day that I came home with Raymond was when I found out that he was having an affair so imagine coming home with this baby and then finding out your husband was having an affair throughout the pregnancy and anyone that's listening, it was confirmed. Like, he finally was very open and honest with me years later that he did have one. Throughout my pregnancy, I remember it was, or after, when I confronted him, it wasn't supposedly true, and he told everyone. Mm-hmm. It wasn't true, but me and him had a conversation a few years later, yeah. and he confirmed that, yeah, he did. So for anyone listening, this is confirmed. Um but at the time, it was seemed like, no, you're fucking crazy. And that's the last thing you want to hear when you're, when pregnant. you're pregnant and just come home yeah. with this baby. Like I was obviously like I was gaslit mm. throughout that. So anyways, so on top of having the baby and then that happened, that happened. So I definitely fell into postpartum depression. And I I'm going to be very honest with you. The first few months, I didn't seek help, but I did. I think once Raymond was like four or five months, I'm like, 
I should probably talk to someone and see someone. Um, and a lot of people, too, don't feel like going to the doctors. And I feel like, obviously, there's no treatment for mm-hmm. depression. And I feel like you need to surround yourself with a really good Positive. support mm-hmm. system um, and just be able to talk about your feelings with people. Like I said, a lot of people don't yeah. like to go to the doctors or sometimes you just don't have the time. And so, for example, like when I seeked help, of course, they refer you out. And then if you're like me, I was a single mom and I didn't have time to schedule these appointments appointments during work. So I'm like, okay, great. Now I have to take time off of work. And it was a lot. It was really a lot. So then that kind of discourages that discouraged me, to be honest with you, to continue. I'm sure everybody else, too, being a single mom with a newborn and having to do all these appointments. These appointments during work. And do I have the time? Do I? So I'm like, this is already going to going to get treatment is giving me more stress and it's you know so I stopped going um so I do feel like it went very untreated it went untreated and I didn't have the best support the people that I was reaching out to at the time weren't uh, now I know weren't the people I should have been talking to where it was just more like let's just say that wasn't me it wasn't you (laughs) I can't I didn't talk to be honest with you once I had I would say you kind of like lost base with us, like our friendship for a little bit. I didn't. It wasn't just you. It was a lot of like I didn't. When I was pregnant with Raymond, I kind of fell off Mm -hmm. with friends and family. I didn't talk to my sisters about this. Like I kept a lot of stuff inside. And at the time, I just depended on my partner for my feelings. And that was like. Yeah, blew up in your face. Obviously not. You know, so yeah, I, I did. I excluded myself and I I isolated myself from friends. But sometimes I've noticed sometimes when people are in some type of like depression, that's what they do. They just push people out. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I understand. Well, I'm going to be very honest with you. I feel like I'm really good at hiding my feelings because I was going through this depression. Mm-hmm. But I was going to work with, like, a fucking smile and doing my work. And I would go and be, like, my goofy self. And then I'd clock out and cry the whole way home. Mm -hmm. And then cry in bed. And I know this is going to sound fucking cheesy. But even, like, in the movies where you're crying in the bathroom against the wall. Like, that was me. Like, that was a real thing. And then in the shower. Yes. And then wipe my tears away. Like, I'm a bad bitch. Get up. You got to go to work. You got to get the babies fed. You have to take Raymond a shower. Like, I did all this shit. Exactly. Jared's like, why are your eyes? I was like, oh, I got soap in my eyes. (laughs) You get soap in your eyes every night. I know. (laughs) I know. I should probably. (laughs) I fall asleep in the shower. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, I did that once. Okay. I do. I sit in the in the shower. I do that now till Junior will walk in. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I should be sitting. I'll just, I'll be sitting or laying down in the tub. He thinks it's so fucking it's weird. It's so funny. It's a thing though. But yes, back to that. I feel like if I would have seeked the right help and just had the right support system, things maybe have played out differently. Definitely, it went untreated. And like you said, I I think it went like a good two years. Yeah, that can get really rough on people. Yeah. I want to say with Davey, I had it. Well, mind you, I had the, I didn't even have the worst pregnancy with her. My pregnancy was fine. Like that last two weeks, 
my 39-40 weeks, that's where I was like, okay, I'm done. Like, let's get her out. Mm-hmm. I had a bad delivery. Like, she wouldn't come out. I was almost uh, um, emergency C-section. And I just think, like, all the strain that I had to do for my body to push her out was just... I was just already so exhausted. Mm-hmm. I remember falling asleep on the bed as I was pushing. Um, and then, like, also being torn and cut. Like, mm-hmm. it fucked me up. Like, I couldn't even get out of bed. Like, I felt so helpless as a mom because I couldn't get out of bed to get my baby. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, that's... That, like, right there was like, okay, well, this is fucking shitty. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a mom. I'm supposed to, like, get up with my kid. And, like, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Like, it literally took me 10 minutes. I was just talking about this with Jaren yesterday. It took me 10 minutes to get out of bed when she was crying. And I felt bad, but I would, I would wake up Jared. I'm like, hey, like, can you get her for me? Like, I can't get up. So he would have to get up and bring her to me, and then he would fall back to sleep. But I mm-hmm. felt like a fucking asshole because I had to wake him up. It was just, it was so much. Being her down there, like, having to wash myself down there mm-hmm. every time I went to the bathroom. I felt freaking freaking you couldn't poop mm-hmm. like I couldn't poop I remember crawling crawling up in a ball like because I couldn't poop and Eric was like what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. I'm like I can't poop yeah <laughs> and, and like I said I feel like as soon as obviously you're that that in itself tells me you're a great mother that you're going through this pain for 10 minutes mm-hmm. just to go get your baby so do not <laughs> <laughs> feel like shit but I, I, I think at of course in that moment your body, like I said, back to the chemical imbalance, your body is going through so many fucking emotions yeah. that you're telling yourself, like, you're kicking yourself in the ass. And at the time, you didn't realize, like, you're doing what you can to get this to get the baby, yeah. where at the time, I'm sure you felt like shit. But I think it's just such a, we don't give ourselves enough credit. Yeah, and yeah. you should have in that moment been like, you know what, like... <laughs> <laughs> I am ripping my vagina probably even more getting up to go grab her, but you're doing it. I mean, you could yeah. have been a piece of – no, I'm not going to say piece of shit, Mom. You could have been an asshole and been like, I'm not even going to fucking try to get her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you, you – and in that moment, though, you can tell someone, like, give yourself more credit, but you don't know what that person is going through. Mm. You don't know. You don't know. You yeah. just don't know. And I feel like when you're a parent, like, that's where – a first-time parent or even a third-time parent whatever i i feel like i don't think anyone should be giving i hate that when people are giving advice to like new parents yeah like just let these parents do yeah what they, what they need do. to do mm-hmm. um and honestly I'm, i've never told anybody this but the pain medication that they prescribed me i got refilled three times i didn't even need it i just took it because i was so fucking depressed i need to be numb mm-hmm like it was that bad it was horrible i would never want to experience that again mm-hmm. and like towards like the end of the third bottle i was like you know what i got out of the cabinet i didn't even need it i wasn't in any more pain i looked at it and i'm like i don't need this like why am i doing this to myself mm-hmm. so i just tossed it in the trash Good. but it was just to that point where i was taking the medication to numb myself because of how depressed i was mm-hmm. and I don't advise that for anybody. Like, you need to talk to somebody. It's not healthy. Like, towards the end, like, I just broke out. Like, I told Jared, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm so depressed. Like, this is horrible. I just want to get better. Mm-hmm. It's like, not only for me, but for my daughter, because I felt like I was pushing her out of my life because mm-hmm. of how depressed I was. And, like, I didn't mean to. It's just, you're depressed. Like, you, like, when they say moms do different things when, or crazy shit when they have postpartum. I felt like I was doing crazy shit, like, 
I didn't want her. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't want her, but it's just my was just so, so depressed. I would just kind of like watch her from a distance. Or if she want, if she cried, I would feed her and change her and then put her back. Like I wasn't close to her, and because of my depression. And now I'm just like, obviously she's older and I love her, but I regret being like that because of my depression. And sometimes I feel like she holds that against me sometimes. I don't know. It's weird. What? Just like certain things. I'm just, it's, it's, I don't know. I think that's just your own. Yeah, my, <laughs> my own thing. Your own thing. Cause you're, you're, yeah, I think that's your own thing. But I think that you, you knew like, okay, obviously you weren't doing anything to harm her. Mm-hmm. If anything, you were doing your best to keep her from any kind of harm we're like yeah you may have felt like a shitty mom like handing her off like here like i changed her i fed her here you know but i think that in itself makes you a good mom that you can recognize okay i'm not in a good state of mind right now here can you watch her for a little bit and here can you and i think that yeah in itself is you you may have felt shitty but at that moment that was the best thing for her and i don't even know how long it lasted and honestly my cousin was a big help so much help like she helped me with so much through it she helped me through it every time I needed somebody to talk to I'd just mm-hmm. go to her because she had five kids and she went through it mm-hmm. so she knew like what to say and like what for me to do and it, she was she was there she was like a big part in my depression and which I thank you <laughs> you know who you are <laughs> and seeing that's where I, I feel like yeah you need to have surround yourself with supportive friends and family and if you know anyone that's pregnant like reach out to them and hey how are you and yeah. do you need help and if you can be helpful and if you have the time like hey i can come over and you know i i just feel like you're during a pregnancy and after your pregnancy like a woman is so vulnerable yeah even though a lot of us hate to admit it like we feel like we can we we, we feel like we should be doing it all but sometimes we can't and mm-hmm. we put too much pressure on ourselves and you know some people don't have their partners or if they do they're not supportive partners Mm -hmm. and i just feel like if you're a friend or family member like just if you can reach out and i'm so blunt (laughs) i'll ask yeah postpartum (laughs) oh my god (laughs) hey how are you doing postpartum yeah and like if somebody were to tell me like do you have postpartum i'm like no or like yeah like Mm -hmm. i would just like yeah no like okay but i I just i don't know how to talk to people Mm -hmm. sometimes so it just comes out so now i'm like I know you're going to ask if she has postpartum. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean it, but it just came out like that. Yeah. I mean, well, at least you got to the point. But <laughs> if you're one of those people who don't want to just get straight to the point, like, just even asking, like, hey, do you want me to come over? Do you need any help? Or just say, hey, do you want me to come over? And if you're there and you see someone, like, struggling a little bit or, like, they <laughs> maybe look like they need a shower, like, hey, I can watch the baby while you take a shower or – you know little things like that yeah. but i mean at least you're asking <laughs> you care i know i know it's just so bad sometimes it just comes out i'm so sorry like if you would have asked me that or if i do really want to know and i would have been like let it all out let it all out here watch raymond for a little bit mm-hmm. because i'm going to be very honest with you when i had raymond i didn't have that support like i didn't have a partner to be like hey i fed him here you, yeah, you take him i didn't have that so it was like I would literally be like holding him and crying. And then on top of that, Raymond, and he still has this issue now where that boy did not sleep. Mm. So he had colic. So he was up 
all the time so I never had that moment to like myself and I remember he'd be crying and I'd be crying and we would both just be there fucking crying and that's I think we're so attached to each other (laughs) like he still sleeps with me he but yeah I just I didn't have that support yeah I didn't have it and yeah so reach out and I don't think anyone reached out to me or really asked me if I did again because I didn't really talk to a lot of people you brought Raymond when I had Zadie too I remember you came over once with him and then you were holding Zadie and I was holding Raymond and he threw a pillow at me (laughs) okay well thank you for those (laughs) that five minutes that you had on to him because that boy he was I'm telling you but I didn't I don't think I asked you because I had postpartum too. Mm-hmm. So I probably didn't reach out as much as I should have because how bad my postpartum was. So we're both, well, I think just in that moment, just us keeping, giving each other company was like <laughs> enough. A little bit. Of, <laughs> yeah. A little bit of enough. Yeah. Yeah, but you had a an easier delivery than I did too. Yes, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, my delivery was very easy with both of them honestly Alex I just pretty much well like I said he was a I wasn't even ready to have him he was I was five months when I went in to labor with him and everything just happened so fast I just remember they were like okay I was 26 weeks I mean I was put on bed rest for two weeks because he tried to come out earlier than that and finally they gave me mag or I forget what's called they gave me some medicine to stop the pregnancy mm-hmm. or to stop the labor and then they're like if you go into labor again or your body starts going to labor again we can't give you that medicine again you're gonna have to have him so i was on bed rest oh my gosh. and i remember when i was at the hospital i was like well how long do i have to be there they're like you could either be here for the next three months that are left of your pregnancy or whenever he decides to come out and i'm like are you kidding me and speaking about the pooping part this is <laughs> TMI but I remember when I was on bed rest and I'll never forget I had to go to the restroom I had to go and then of course you're constipated oh my gosh that's what I was trying to find yes I was very constipated and I told the nurse I called her and they I was literally strictly on bed rest I couldn't leave I was in this freaking bed at the hospital for 24 hours a day unless I had to go pee and then if I had to go pee I had to call the nurses to come so it was just a mess and I remember I had to go to the restroom and I told the nurse, I was like, hi, I'm like, can you come in? Like I beeped her. I'm like, can you come in? I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. And she's like, okay. So then she walked into the bathroom and they had to stand outside the door. Like I had no privacy. <laughs> and then she's like, do you have to go like number one or number two? Like I had to tell them everything. And I was like, well, I'm like, I have to go number two. And she's like, okay, try not to push. I'm like, because I still was, I was, I was still pregnant. Oh my god, that didn't come out right. I still was pregnant, and they didn't want me to push because it could cause me to go back into labor. So I'm sitting in the bathroom. Imagine trying to go to the bathroom and be constipated, and then tell you not to push. And I'm like, how am I supposed to do that? So I, I didn't even try. I think I like tried a tiny bit, and I'm like, I can't. And so then I laid back down, but. Yeah. Bitch, how are you going to tell me to go take a shit but not push? Exactly. How the fuck is that possible? You should have seen my face. <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I wanted to cry so bad and I didn't. I ended up not going to the bathroom because I'm like, how the fuck am I not supposed to push? But anyway, that's the only thing that I could say, like, obviously with Alex, like, I was on bed rest. It was really scary. And then, of course, I had him and he went into the NICU. And then with Raymond, I went in and I pushed like three times and he was out. Thank God. But I can't say I had like a bad labor with both of them just wanted to come out. So I had to push with baby for an hour. And then <laughs> the nurse or the doctor told her, bring in the mirror. I'm thinking to myself, like, what the fuck is a mirror anyway? And then this bitch puts it right there with some hoo-ha. And then <clears throat> she was like, okay, now push and look at the mirror. I can't fucking see the mirror. I don't know where the fuck she has appointed. <laughs> and the doctor looks at me and is like, okay, we don't need the mirror. <laughs> I remember you telling me, like, you were being really mean, like, in your <laughs> labor. <laughs> bitch. What? She did not want to come out. Yeah. I was frustrated. I was frustrated. I was tired. I was hurting. I felt like the the uh, epidural was on one side and not the other. Like, I was in so much pain. I was fucking tired. I swear I thought Jared slapped the shit out of me to wake me up. Because I was so tired. Uh-huh. I fell asleep pushing. Mm-hmm. That's how tired I was. Aww. It was a horrible delivery. With Leilani, oh my gosh, it was such an easy um, pregnancy? No, no, not really. I had to go get ultrasounds like every two weeks because I had this thing called like a pool. So it was between my uterus and the um, the bag. Mm-hmm. Is it the amniotic sac? I think so. I don't know, but it's like a pool that like goes in between both. And if it were to separate, then I would have to have emergency C-section. Uh-huh. So the liquid like <clears throat> it would go up, kind of like around the sac. Um, and I'd have to get ultrasounds every two weeks to make sure it's not, like, coming apart. Or else I would have to have emergency C-section. So I would go every two weeks to do ultrasounds. Which it kind of went away during, like, my eighth month. So all the way up to my fourth to eighth month, I had to go every two weeks to get ultrasounds. That shit was annoying. And then, um, I was planning on working all the way up till my C-section date was on a Monday. So... I didn't end up going to work on Friday because I was having, I thought they were Braxton Hicks. So I messaged both my, um, my lead and my supervisor and let them know, like, I'm having Braxton Hicks. Like, I can't go in. I was in so much pain, but Braxton Hicks, like, and I was recording them. And they're, like, 10 minutes apart. But still, like, I didn't want to go into labor if I knew I had to schedule the surgery for Monday. Mm-hmm. So I was fine. I remember eating. I was still having pain. Went to sleep. I woke up about midnight. I had to go to the bathroom. And mind you, I don't ever turn on the bathroom light when I go to the bathroom. It just wakes me up. So I go potty and I wipe myself and the whole hand is wet. I'm like, okay, well, that's not normal. I look, turn on the light. My whole pants are covered in blood. And thank God I was not on the bed. But I woke up there. I was like, hey, like I'm bleeding. I don't know what's going on. Like we need to leave. So <clears throat> he's like, don't even worry about the bags. He's like, I'll come back home and get the bags like let's just rush to the hospital mind you we lived in avondale and i had her at thunderbird hospital why because my my doctor lived there and i that's the only hospital i wanted to get delivered is so far it is so far but i love the hospital so i'm over here like having contractions which i thought were braxton hicks i'm having contractions when we get there she checks me you're seven centimeters how many weeks are you i was 39 weeks 
39? Okay. I was like, okay. I was like, well, I'm Holy shit, seven centimeters? Seven centimeters, bitch. Seven. And I couldn't even get to three uh-huh. on my own with Sadie. Uh-huh. But um, that she wants to come out at seven. What? Mm-hmm. So I'm seven centimeters, and she's like, okay, well, um, let's go ahead and get the room ready for you. I'm like, no, like, I'm scheduled for surgery on Monday. Like, I have to wait for my doctor. She started laughing at me. She's like, sweetie, you're not going to last another hour or two. And I'm like, well, I'm scheduled for a C-section on Monday. And then she's like, why are you C-section? I'm like, she looked at me stupid. Uh-huh. Like, why is C-section? Like, kind of like you're getting the easy way out. And then I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, baby, did you see the way she looked at me? And she was like, no. And I'm like, this bitch probably thinks, like like I said, getting the easy way out. Uh-huh. And then when I had her, the doctor pulled her out and was like, oh, well, good thing you had a C-section because you wouldn't have been able to push this nine-pound baby out. Hold yeah. on. So you had her vaginally. Lonnie? Yeah. She was too big. I had problems with Sadie and she was eight pounds. So I had So it ended up turning into a C section. Lonnie was always been a C section. Mm-hmm. Sadie was almost. So but I'm saying when you went to the hospital, this the one you're, the story you're talking about right now, that's Lonnie. With Lonnie. Yeah. So you went and she was like, Why are you getting a C section? But ended up turning into No, she like she looked at me like, Why a C section? Mm-hmm. Like why can't I deliver vaginal? Bitch, I'm not pushing a nine-pound But baby. you ended up having a C-section yeah. with her. Oh, okay. That's what and I was... I ended up finding the doctor. Uh-huh. Like, he was on call or whatever. I'm like, okay, well, I'm sorry that I'm not a fucking nine-pound baby and I'm mm-hmm. half her size. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. That was... That was nice. Yeah. I can't believe she was nine pounds. Nine pounds. Nine pounds, three ounces. And you're so tiny. I'm so tiny. <laughs> and so Jared's okay. not tiny, but he's like... He's not like six, five. No, you know what I mean? he's five, seven. And then you ate good during your pregnancy. Bitch, I didn't even gain any uh-huh. weight. All baby. I did not gain any weight. All baby. Mm-hmm. All baby. She was big. Like really big. Aww. But honestly, between C section and vaginal, I would be C section all day. I'd be too scared. Just the, and then you're awake during it. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh yeah, you're gonna feel me tugging and pulling. I'm like, Oh okay. And then the way he picked her up, he's like, oh, yeah, well, good thing you did a C-section. Uh-huh. Like, this baby's really big. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I held her for the first time, like, god damn, this uh-huh. is like a three-month-old baby. Yeah, are you sure this, you guys didn't, <laughs> there wasn't a baby here already? Oh, yeah. my gosh. But with her, I didn't have postpartum. Uh-huh. Like, you would think since I, would, like, went through major surgery, uh-huh. mm-hmm, I was perfectly fine uh-huh. with her. Like I'm saying, I feel like it. Like you could have a wonderful pregnancy and have all this support and all this help and still get it. I honestly think it is just a chemical imbalance. It's your hormones. It's your body going through so much. So much, mm-hmm. and I just yeah. I, I I think of course you may experience. Maybe you don't even have postpartum and you are just experiencing all these emotions after. Could and be, yeah. but like I said, I I do if you start to recognize like okay this is a little bit more than just me being sad yeah. or me i'm having these thoughts and again we're it not was the thoughts for me it was like okay that's mm-hmm. a sign like i have postpartum and it's really bad and if you feel like i said you had con- the good thing is that you had control over those thoughts mm-hmm. and you knew like i like i said i know you you may have felt like shit but at the time like that's a really good thing for you have done like okay i'm realizing i'm having these thoughts and mm-hmm. I can't take care of the baby at this moment. You passed it on to your partner, to your mom, or to whoever. Like, 
I give you credit for that because a lot of people are so depressed and don't even realize like what I'm trying to say is those cases where it turns into something really bad where I feel like you lose sight of your own mind and you start really 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 listening to these thoughts and that's where you hear like the bad cases like okay this like she's like her baby yes and you know I was never to that point I mean I it was like I said it was to a point where I didn't even want to hold her Mm -hmm. and like it was it was bad it was really bad and I I feel like that's that's so again let's normalize it I think that it's normal to have Mm -hmm. those thoughts like I feel like and that's something you need to have a, a good support system because you can talk to the wrong people and be like, what the fuck? Like, that's your baby. Why wouldn't you want to hold it? Or like, you know, like, no, you, you have to understand that, like, it's a real, it's a real yeah. thing. But it's so funny because I say, like, I don't want to hold her. But yet when I was gone, I'd be like, how is she doing? Mm-hmm. Did you feed her? What is she doing? Like, is she okay? Feed her hot on her stomach, right? But then again, when I'm there, like, I don't want to hold her. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was really weird. It was a horrible experience. Like, I don't, I don't want anybody to feel ashamed Mm -hmm. like there's things that i thought that i don't even want to say because i know was the depression Mm -hmm. speaking it wasn't me it was the depression yeah and it wasn't like me killing my daughter it was more like i'm not good enough to be her mom i shouldn't have her um what was the other one that really got me she's better off without me like it, it was it was bad but i never wished upon like oh, I'm going to kill her, or she needs mm-hmm. to die, or I need to die. No, it was, I'm not the mom for her. And we do need to normalize that because it's not healthy. And mm-hmm. you're the baby's parent for a reason. And I know the people that have postpartum now, like, they don't know. It's just, like you said, the chemicals kind of just fucking with them. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know, like, and then I would look at her and I'm like, why am I thinking this? Like, it's not healthy. Like, I'm not healthy. I need to get better. But doing being, like I said, was taking the pills, mm-hmm. being dozed, dozed off was the only thing that would help me. And I feel like as parents and moms, like, it's normal to ask yourself every single one of those questions that you just said. Like, am I good enough? Am I can I even do this Mm -hmm. and how am I gonna do this like yeah I think in the first like even year after you have a baby like it's like that mom brain of am I doing this right am I did I mess up did I but like you feed her too much yes did I feed her too less am I not doing enough and I think that producing that much I wasn't producing with her because of how stressed I was Mm -hmm. I was always sleeping I was never eating drinking anything yeah I, um, that's what I'm saying like it feel, it's so weird for me that people feel like it's not a normal thing or if they hear someone say some people are can be judgmental like what the fuck mm-hmm. the, you know and as I say like you hear all these your body just goes through all this stuff and yeah like you not only worried about like the baby themselves but just like the little things like mm-hmm. you said like am I good enough am I yeah. so yeah, I'm actually. I started watching. Well, I've been watching this show. It's called Nine One One, and it kind of reminds me of like what you're talking about. The girl in the show, she has a baby, and same thing. Like she feels like she's not good enough, and mm-hmm. it got to the point like she was realizing she was having these thoughts, and she knew it wasn't 
like not saying it wasn't normal but she knew okay like it's getting bad it's getting bad and there was a scene where like she starting to doze she's taking the baby a bath and like for a split second she thinks about like drowning the baby and then she almost does like she does she puts the baby underwater and then she immediately takes it around she's like i'm like she knew like this isn't right so she went to the hospital and then the next day and her husband at the time was working like he's in the show he's a firefighter and he's like the asian guy yeah do you watch it yeah oh my gosh yeah i used to watch it i think i watched up to season three i love that show it's so funny because there's parts of it that are so cheesy but i love it i love that show (laughs) and she ends up leaving him with the baby like she's like i just can't do this she's like i need to go find myself and i think because obviously i had a baby and i i get it in the show she just leaves like she leaves the baby to him like she left him at her work with someone mm-hmm. or she left him the baby at work with someone and then when he was finished with his shift and got back to the station they like gave him the baby and he's like where's maddie and then they're like oh she left and then he ends up realizing like she left and she left him a video basically saying that like look like i love you and i love her but I can't do this right now. Like I need some time. And so she leaves and she doesn't tell anyone where she goes, but it kind of upsets me because in the show he starts looking for her. Like he's trying to find where she went. And I'm like, she's right there telling you that like she needs some time for herself and she's leaving the baby with you. So she's safe. Like, why are you looking for her? And I was like getting really upset because even go, he leaves work and is starting to like go search for her. And she told him like, I'm fine. Like, it's in the video she tells him i'm fine like no one's telling me to do this like i just need some time and then i think it's like for two episodes he's looking for her and then he comes across with a friend and then the friend is like you need to let her go through this i'm like fucking finally someone told him and he's just like oh and he's like she left like you need to let her sit with her feelings and you need to let her like she's being a good mom by like yeah leaving her with telling you i can't do this and i you know i can't do this right now and but i'm like finally like i wanted to just fucking grab him and be like (laughs) leave her the fuck alone like she left she told you she needs some time and like i feel like you would be more upset if it turned into something bad you know and sometimes some you realize it like i feel like people think like when you have a baby like automatically it's like you're a mom and you need to do this it's like sometimes you just can't and you don't know once you have the baby how you're gonna feel and that's why you have those options of you know like the where you can leave the babies at like the safe havens like at hospitals and it's a real it's a real thing and i feel like the obviously the most healthy option is if you know at the end of the day like i can't do this and you've sat there and you've weighed out your pros Mm -hmm. and cons and it's the most unselfish thing i feel like if you know you can't take care of this baby and they're better off with someone else like just let the baby yeah you know and again i feel like that all is with yeah but it's just like why do women get postpartum why don't men get postpartum you know to be honest with you i never really like i'm sure they have some kind of like yeah but i'm like i've heard of men like walk out and like leave but when they're in a relationship like why why don't the men get some type of like depression or whatever like it's a change for them too not only us but them like jared i call him super dad like he is so in it from the beginning from me saying that i'm pregnant till the end even till now mm-hmm. and it's just like i always like when i did have pre- depression i'm like why is he so depressed because it was also a change for our relationship too like we were never just gonna be us too mm-hmm. 
there's her. Well, we can't really say that they don't get – there can be, like, it can just be depression for them, but I feel like it's just called postpartum for – women but i feel like i don't want to say like men don't get anything like i feel like they do they probably just we don't know of anyone who has spoken up them it's probably not called that i never really looked into that what would it be diagnosed if like a man is depressed after or during their wife being pregnant or you know it could fall into the same thing but we can't really say men don't get anything i just think it's more uncommon because they're not really going through that chemical change you know, no, I remember having the sweats. Did you ever have the sweats? I can't recall sweats. Oh, my God. I think it's, like, after the epidural. Mm-hmm. Like, I just take a nap, and then out of nowhere, like, I just get this heat flash and sweat from my freaking head to my toes. Mm-hmm. It's the worst feeling ever from the epidural and, like, all your shit, like, moving back and forth. I'm like, oh, my God. You know what's funny about the epidural? And I'm not crazy. I remember when they gave me the epidural... And I still feel really ashamed for getting an epidural with Alex because he was so small. (laughs) He was two pounds and I didn't even try. As soon as I felt the first um, contraction. Contraction. Yeah, I want the epidural. Like, I didn't even try. (laughs) Like, I'm not going through this pain. But I remember when they put the epidural and I swear to God, I felt it in my head. Like, I felt like when they put the shot in your back, like, I can give you, like, I felt like it just shot straight to, like, the back of my neck. And you know how you're, like, hunched over when they do it? And as soon as he did it, I told the doctor, I was like, it's in my head. It's in my head. And he goes, what's in your head? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, you put the shot and it went straight to my head. And he's like, that's not normal. And it, it was, like, for, like, five seconds where it just, the only way I can describe it is it felt like a brain freeze times like 20 that I just felt it for like five seconds and I was fine and I'm like what the fuck and obviously that was my first epidural so I didn't know if that was normal and then it didn't make me feel so good that he was like what are you talking about or even said like hey oh it's normal and a few years later I was hanging out with a friend and her sister we were on the subject of like labor and I told her and she's like, oh, my God. She's like, the same thing happened to me. And she's like, and I told the doctor. And he was just like, oh, like, that's normal. So I met someone who that happened to. <laughs> to I think it's uncommon. But, yeah. And it felt I felt so relieved that, like, that's so weird. someone else was like, yeah, I felt it, too. And I'm like, oh, my God. She's like, yeah. And, like, I, I told her, I was like, did it feel like a brain freeze? And she's like, yes. So I don't know if anyone listening has felt that. But if you have, I'm here with you. That is so weird. Yeah. And then with Raymond, I definitely got the epidural, and I did not feel that. <laughs> so Yeah, with Sadie, I got the epidural, but they had to keep giving it to me because it would wear off. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, my right side was only um, numb, not my left side. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was pretty bad. And then Leilani. Okay, having a C-section is fucking scary because, obviously, you're in the operating room, so it's cold as shit. You're fucking half naked. <clears throat> Can't even see what's going on. No, like, <laughs> it's so bright. Mm-hmm. Mind you, it's fucking bright. And then they sit you on this chair, and they're like, okay, well, we're going to put the epidural in you. Mind you, it's different from an epidural. I don't know. I forgot what they give you, but it, it's supposed to numb you even uh-huh. more because obviously you're, you're having a procedure. So they're like, okay, well, we're going to place you on this bed. Mind you, the fucking bed is harder than a fucking rock. So I'm laying on this bed. Or sitting on the, the bench, and then they, like, lift me onto the bed. And then, obviously, it doesn't go numb right away. It takes a little bit of time. 
so being in the fucking bright ass light cold with this big ass needle down my spine i was freaking out and jared couldn't go in there yet so i was freaking out like the nurses did not give no fucks this time didn't even care like you know like i was having contractions didn't care didn't care to ask me how i was doing nothing yeah so nothing happened i mean whatever they did what they did laid me on the bed about the doctor came up to me he's like okay well i'm gonna do a test so he pinched my stomach with like these i don't know if they were fucking pliers or like fucking surgery tool i don't know um he's like can you feel this and i'm like no he's like okay well we'll start so he cut me already and i'm like wait 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 i was like where's my fiance he's like oh somebody's with you I was like, yes. I was like, can you go get him? Uh-huh. And they're like, okay, well, we'll hold the procedure. So I'm already cut on the fucking table. Jared comes in. He sees the cut. And I'm just like, they really forgot about him. Like, I, I honestly think it's weird have... that you're awake. <laughs> I know. It was, it was, it was crazy. Highly, I, I could feel like the tugging, but uh-huh. I didn't feel like him like cutting me open, doing anything. But yeah, I was like freaking out because Jared wasn't there, but he already slipped me open on the fucking table. I'm like. Where's my fiance? Imagine if, like, you were just, like, okay, like, kind of thinking, like, they're doing whatever, yeah. you know? And next thing you know, like, here's your baby. And then you're, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> can but, y'all go get my husband? Right? And then that's the thing, too. The nurse that looked at me funny when I told her I was going to get a C-section was the one that told Jared, like, I'll come back and get you. And that's the nurse that was with me the whole time. This bitch forgot my fucking fiance. I was like, oh, hell no. Yeah. Fuck you. But yeah, they. I almost had my daughter without Jared being in the room. Imagine. But what do you have done? I think he would have been pissed. But I even told him like after I was like, they already had me cut open on the table. Did you see me? He's like, yeah. I tried not to look. (laughs) But I was like, yeah. I was like, this motherfucker almost took out Mm -hmm. the baby, and you weren't even in the room yet. I still find it so odd when I hear about C sections because my sister's. Well, obviously I know a few people that've got them, but my sister's one of them. And how you, normal you guys speak of it. And, like, how they put all your insides. Like, I would, I don't know. See, and now that you side. say that, like, I've always, since, I swear by this, okay. Since Zadie, I was perfectly fine. Like, my stomach, I didn't have any issues. Like, nothing. When I had Leilani, <clears throat> months down the road, I noticed, like, I have a really bad, um, stomach aches with certain foods Mm -hmm. and I was at work one day and you know having a baby I was trying to eat healthy trying to lose like the little bitty baby weight that I had so I was like you know what I don't have any snacks let me buy some pistachios out of the vending machine from work bitch I used to chomp on pistachios Mm -hmm. I never had the runs so fucking bad (laughs) there I I told you I was like she really fucked me up like Mm -hmm. I feel like my insides are just like put together and just throw them back in, in there. there yeah because my stomach has not been the same with certain oh, no. foods i get really bad gas i either have the shits or i can't poop i'm never like a okay with my stomach ever uh-huh. and every now and then like especially lately i've been having really bad gas pain to where i can't even poop fart burp nothing mm-hmm. i'm just laying in bed and you miserable. can't burp no what and i try <laughs> to and then i'll push on my stomach and you'll hear i go and that's it mm-hmm. But yeah, now that you say like, sorry, baby. that's a little joke because Valerie, <laughs> this yeah. girl, I know her for like just burping randomly. Yeah, no, it's my stomach's never been the same. Well, since like the I said, I feel like pregnancy, your body, like after a pregnancy, whether it's good or bad, like it just pregnancy puts your body through all kinds oh, yeah, for of sure. stuff. I still find it like fascinating how 
our body just moves things around to carry a baby. It's just, it's crazy to me. Yeah, it really is. And, ew, how our insides just, like, move around and, ugh. I just find, I, I, I'm one of those people I'm all about, like, obviously birth is just a natural thing, and I, I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't want videos. I just get this baby out of me. That's it. And let's just move on with it. Yeah, no, if I were to have another baby, which I'm not planning on having it anytime soon, but I I don't think I'm ever going to experience like the C-section because I've had normal births, but the C-section, honestly, and I know it's normal, but it, it does, it scares me. I'm like... And you I'm know just... what? It didn't scare me at the moment, but after everyone's saying, like, you, like, real life had, like, surgery. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think of it like that. Yeah, it's a surgery. You're it's awake. A, I just find it weird. Yeah, it's like a freaking scary surgery. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm just like, oh, they're just going to cut me open and pull my baby out. But no, bitch, there's more to that. Yeah. And I didn't think of that until somebody had mentioned it. And I'm like, God damn, I really did go through like major surgery, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think of it that way. I just thought it was bringing a baby. No, yeah. I feel like for you, it's once you've had it, it's normal. Yeah. Like, I think... I'm pretty sure the first time you knew you were going in for a C-section, like, that was probably a little bit more nerve-wracking. I feel like people, when they talk about it more or get more and more C-sections, it's just like, oh, I had my appointment scheduled on Monday. You know, like, my cousin had five C-sections, and she said everyone, even this last one, she Mm -hmm. said she was still scared. Oh, really? Yeah. I think maybe because I'm going based off of, like, my sister. She has four kids and all four, and she's just so normal about it. She's like, yeah, I'm scheduled on Tuesday. I'm over I just think it's weird when you know the day, too. Yeah. Like, and it's so funny because I'm like, oh, yeah, if we decide to have another all C-section, like, I'm so excited. Like, I'm going to tell the doctor to cut me up open early so I can have the baby early so they won't be a fucking huge old baby. Oh, my God. I was like, can I still look at the baby at 35 weeks? Because mm-hmm. then the baby will really be a full, full term 40 weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm tired of having new babies. I feel like that it should be naturally just let when your body feels like it's gonna i just i just find it so weird i with raymond they induced me and i was a little sad because he was supposed to be born on valentine's day like Mm -hmm. that was the my actual due date and surprisingly raymond like my body was everything was happening as it should be yeah and i started or my last appointment before labor they're like okay yeah you're starting to no, I'm lying. My last appointment before my due date, I wasn't dilating. You know how obviously the closer you get, yeah. I think from the appointment before then, like I hadn't dilated anymore. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, okay, like I think we're going to have to induce you. Which to me, obviously that's normal if the baby isn't like, my body's not naturally like having it. Then yeah. I see like, okay, then let's try to do what we can. Did they scrape your membrane? Yes, and let me tell oh, you, girl, they scraped I it. Cried. Yes, I literally teared. Yeah, and Jared thought I was like laughing. No, bitch, I was fucking crying because this shit hurt so bad. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy I don't have to go through that again, or even have to feel contractions. Yeah, no, no, I'm so happy I don't have to do that. Yeah, they scraped. No, they didn't. No, I don't remember. I think that was the option. 
Is that where they scrape it and then a few hours later you start to feel? No, so scraping it just helps you go into labor. You know what, then I don't remember. I just remember, I know. Okay, whatever. Maybe they did. It sounds like they did. I just remember my, they induced me, but my then my water wasn't breaking. And then the doctor was like, well, I'm going to go in there and pop it myself. That was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, he, I don't know what he was doing up there, but I wanted to fucking die. I felt it's like. A, it's legit a little hook. Yes. Like, you know like, how they, um, people crochet? Mm-hmm. Bro, it's kind of like that. I, I mean, saw it. I'm like, the fuck that's going in me? And the nurse is like, yeah. Well, okay then. And then um, she had popped it, and I'm like, oh, I don't feel anything. She's like, oh, no, you'll feel it. I, like, pulled myself up. I was like, oh, my God, I just pissed myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's mm-hmm. like, no, sweetie, you didn't piss yourself. She's like, that's your water, like, coming out. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, can I get, like, a diaper or something? <laughs> can we clean this up? Yeah, no, when he went in there, I wanted to cry. I think I did. Like, tears just fell out, yeah. but that was the most painful thing so then they did probably didn't because it hurts i'm on it because they i did get induced i got induced so i don't like i might i didn't naturally so when zadie i was stuck at three centimeters for hours days Mm -hmm. days hours um and then i think on my 39 38th 39th checkup she's like okay she's like well do you want to scrape the membrane or whatever it is I'm like, well, what is that? She's like, it helps you um, go into labor. Like, it's just a rubbing of the cervix. Kind of, like, helps the process going. And I'm like, fuck it, okay. So she did it. She's six... TMI. She's six legit her whole hand in you mm-hmm. and goes around your cervix and just kind of goes like this. And then around the end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's around a, okay that's a visual yes and when she did the little curve my whole butt went up in the air mm-hmm. she's like you need to calm down sweetie she pushed my legs back down bitch your fucking whole fist is in my vagina and you yeah. want me to calm down i'm like no 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 like this isn't even me trying to do it. my body's just <laughs> reacting to what you're doing to it and then when she got done she kind of like took off her glove like nothing okay we'll see you next week i'm like Oh, so they did it, like, at the doctor's office yeah. and they sent you home. Well, then I don't know what I had. I don't remember. It was a long time ago, but yeah. needless to say, yeah, my that was just the worst part, honestly, of the thing was the, the, the popping. Yeah. I just think it's crazy how they just go in there and start and doing also, their thing. And, and then I felt so violated with Sadie. <laughs> we went in the hospital, and this is when we first got there, just to check my dilation. Bitch, I was Okay. I felt like I've been trained. Like, you know when people train? Like, oh my god, that is... <laughs> three fucking nurses stuck their fingers up me. Because they could not feel how dilated I was. Oh, I'm new. I'm sorry. Let me have her check. Oh, my hands are too big. Okay, can we get somebody with small hands? The fuck? After the third person, I was like, I'm done. Jared, can you get in here? Yeah. I was like, no. I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, if the third person cannot get, I was like, I'm sorry. I don't want nobody up there. When they left the room, I looked at Jared and I just started sobbing, like sobbing. Like <gasps> he's like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "I just felt so violated. Like that was unnecessary. Like it did not have to go down like that. Mm-hmm. Not at all." I'm so happy I'm not allowed to run anymore. Yeah, 
Ugh. It's so bad. Pregnancy stories are always so interesting to me. Where did yours go? I should do one on pregnancy. I feel like we just did. Um, <laughs> yeah, postpartum. Like, hold on. <laughs> I feel like we just kind of did. Um, but yeah, so back to the postpartum thing. Um, again, we're not obviously professionals, no. or this is just speaking on experience, our own experience, mm-hmm. and um, you know, stories that we've heard. So I just think, just be again back to what I said. If you know anyone who's pregnant just check on them see how they're doing and then the ones that did have their babies and feel some type of way try to be ashamed yeah don't be ashamed talk about it try to find somebody that's going to help you through it because that's the best thing that you can do is Mm -hmm. have somebody understand you and not judge you because it is normal like i said it needs to be normalized it It really people need to talk about it more and that's just i feel like a sore subject for everybody because they don't want to be ashamed Mm -hmm and you shouldn't feel ashamed absolutely at all. not and i feel like obviously your first try or the is to speak with your doctor because i know after you have like your check where you go and yeah, you know and i test. feel like that's the time to be honest um but sometimes it can i feel like it can hit you even months months down. later mm-hmm. so obviously seek professional help first um again i i feel like there's different stages of it so if you're like me where it was like i felt like it was pretty bad but i myself thought i could treat it (laughs) um you know just have a really good support system talk about it um even if you don't want to talk about it because some people are so private just try to find things that that'll help for yourself you know if you need to just call someone to watch your baby or if you have your partner talk to your partner and just get in the shower (laughs) yeah like shower go take a walk cry but it's real and don't don't be don't feel ashamed yeah i never feel like you are a disappointment to your child because that's never it absolutely not Obviously, so don't fine. feel <laughs> you valerie don't feel like zadie holds anything against you because i'm I sure know. she she doesn't even know <laughs> she doesn't but i feel like she does yeah well they do say baby feel things but i i feel like there's a certain extent of what yeah. they feel you know that was that was then but no anyways no. Uh, we gotta end this podcast yes so please follow us on those one chicks underscore podcast on ig and then if you want to follow us individually mine is at gam bombay on instagram ew is it instagram (laughs) here on instagram ew and then mine is at valerie's world underscore stay tuned for the next episode with those one chicks yes and happy thanksgiving as well because thanksgiving is this week Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yes, happy (laughs) Thanksgiving, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Goodbye.